The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello there and welcome to episode 330. I hope that you guys are doing very well wherever you are today and if you are struggling with OCD or anxiety then you can get a free session with me. To get that you can head over to my website at robertjamescoaching.com and there you can uh, book in directly for that free session or if you prefer you can send me a message and let me know about what you're struggling with. Also uh, for the next uh, week, um, yeah the next seven days now Um, I have a promotion on uh, my packages. There's 20% off um, my my packages, the pack of five or the pack of 10. So if you are interested in doing some coaching, um, now would be a a good time to to sign up for for one of those packages if you're you're interested. In today's podcast, um, I'm going to be talking about this idea, this concept of lost love. Um, And when it comes to OCD, specifically, you know, not being able to give ourselves self-compassion, maybe not even wanting to, kind of questioning if we should give ourselves self-compassion. Unfortunately, this is something that a lot of people with OCD struggle with, and I think it tends to to really hold people back. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about that. Um, If you have any questions uh, at all about anything that I do talk about today, do please feel free to, to send me an email or to... Uh, to get in touch any way that you want. Instagram is fine as well. And actually, talking about Instagram, if you would like to follow me on Instagram, you can by going to at Robert James Coaching UK and uh, you can follow me there. So there we go, guys. I really hope that you enjoy. And off we go. I'm going to start today with a quote by Christopher Germer. Uh, Self-compassion is simply giving yourself the same kindness that you would give uh, to a friend. And actually, this is often uh, an activity that I like people to to kind of think about um, when they're trying to to appreciate really what we mean by self-compassion. I might sometimes ask people to, um, you know, to to think uh, of a friend that that comes to you and lo and behold, they're struggling with exactly the same issues Uh, of OCD that you've been going through Uh, you felt like nobody else could quite experience OCD in the way that you experience it and and it's truly awful uh, nature and way of being and how it makes you feel and all of that stuff and then this friend comes to you and describes all of this stuff that is almost exactly the same Um, and and what you do in this exercise is you you actually write a letter to that person Um, And it's a letter really of empathy and understanding. It's not a letter of reassurance. Um, As we know, you know, we can actually confuse sometimes compassion with uh, reassurance. And I'm sure if you've struggled with OCD, uh, you've been in this situation yourself where, you know, perhaps you're 
looking for that reassurance from your family members and your family members may have learned enough about OCD by this point to know that they shouldn't be giving it to you or perhaps you even told your family members uh, when you're feeling uh, in in a calm place you know to not give you that reassurance in that moment but obviously when you're activated and triggered with OCD well you really want that reassurance so you you start asking for it anyway and, you know, that, that isn't self-compassion, as we know, when we do get people to, to reassure us. Um, effectively, what, what they're doing is they're just buying into the OCD. They're actually, um, you know, supporting you in that process of, of keeping yourself stuck in the OCD cycle. Um, you know, and so, so actually, often the best thing we can do in, in that situation, um, you know, and it may not feel like it's the, the kind of compassionate thing to do, but is to, to not give that reassurance. Um, you know, and in this, in this letter writing activity, we really focus on this idea of empathy, of understanding, of recognizing, you know, the difficulties um, that that person may be going through in their struggles with OCD. And just, you know, making sure they understand that you're there for them, that, you know, as, as a good friend, you care about them and you know that they're struggling and you know that uh, it must be very difficult what they're what they're going through. This is very different from reassurance. It's just showing that kindness, that empathy, that support. And obviously, in this activity, you know, we're not really doing this for a friend. We're doing it for ourselves. Um, but so often, when we actually try to give ourselves self compassion. Um, as I was alluding to in the title today, you know, often we kind of say, but maybe I don't deserve self-compassion or I just don't want it or, or the idea of self-compassion uh, self feels a bit cringy or cheesy or uh, maybe it goes against your, your kind of understanding of how you think you should be in the world. Um, you know, and this is, this is particularly true, I think, in Western culture, uh, certainly in Anglo-Saxon culture. We're not very good at this kind of thing um and and so we will tend to do the opposite in fact we will tend to want to beat ourselves up to tell ourselves how useless or rubbish we are because we have ocd um you know to kind of pile on if you like on ourselves despite the fact that we're already feeling low we're already struggling because we have anxiety because we have OCD because we're getting caught up in these cycles of rumination and it's taking all our energy when we think in this kind of rumin uh, in in these ruminations and we really get stuck in them that takes an enormous amount of energy the brain is the most energy uh, hungry organ in the body um, it uses up the majority of our energy and so you know when we're thinking and we're going around in circles again and again and again and we're not really coming to a conclusion that is uh, satisfactory enough unfortunately we are taking all of our all of our energy we're using up our stores of energy and therefore that's why you know the more that we think about something you know the more that we end up uh, getting more confused because we're you know we're exhausting ourselves and all of these things that we do in OCD really they're the opposite of self-compassion we're beating ourselves up we're wearing ourselves out we're putting ourselves down we're comparing ourselves negatively compared to other people um you know it's very much related to um to self-esteem um 
uh, I've, I've talked a little bit in the past about comparing self-esteem and, and uh, self-compassion. You know, self-esteem really is about how you view yourselves uh, compared to other people, how well you think you're doing in a kind of social hierarchy or structure. And, and the problem with, with, with this is when we do this, we're really building our idea, our concept of ourselves on something that is inherently unstable. It's almost like building a castle on sand. Um, unfortunately, when we do that, we're going to run into problems because, you know, on one particular day, you might have a good day. You might, your boss might be happy with you. Uh, you might tell a joke in the office and everybody laughs and, you know, you feel really great about yourself. But then the next day, you know, something happens, you have an argument with somebody or your boss isn't happy or something else happens and, you know, suddenly your, your sense of self, your sense of feeling confident or successful in the world, uh, it really comes down. And then if you get triggered in that moment with an OCD thought, of course, you're going it's much more likely that you're going to get carried away by it. Um, you know, so it's, it's so important that we, we recognize that if we focus too much on self-esteem, really, we're setting ourselves up for this kind of roller coaster of emotions where we're going up and down with our confidence. And rather than focusing uh, on, on self-compassion, where we recognize the fact that, you know, we are going to go a little bit up and down sometimes, that, you know, we are going to have some bad days here and there. Maybe we're going to have a setback with the OCD here and there. Um, you know, but we're, we're kind with ourselves about that. We don't get angry uh, as much with ourselves when these things happen. Um, we recognize that actually setbacks are a normal process, particularly when you're, you know, uh, trying to take on the OCD and you're trying to learn how to have a different relationship with it and learn how to manage it. Um, you know, in that process of overcoming OCD, uh, it's a it's not a linear thing there's all sorts of um you know high high points and low points in that process but generally speaking when we keep going and we keep pushing forward and we try to have compassion uh with ourselves when we have those setbacks you know that can just keep us on that that positive gradual improvement which really does lead in time to in my experience to lasting uh, and positive changes um so this concept of, of self-compassion is so important. It, it doesn't mean that, you know, we, we shouldn't focus at all on self-esteem. Of course, self-esteem is a normal part of the human psyche. Uh, we can't ignore it altogether. It is something that's there. But if, if we're too focused on it, it tends to uh, create more problems for us. And unfortunately, in today's society, particularly with social media, Instagram and TikTok and all of these things, uh, these things actually make us focus even more, uh, I, I think, on self-esteem because it's so much about uh, status and, and how you look and uh, how well you're doing, how successful you are, where you go on holiday, who you hang out with and all of these kinds of things. Um, you know, so social media doesn't really help, you know, that much when it when it comes to this stuff. Um, self-compassion um, is something then that, if you can learn how to develop it in your life, I, I really feel like it's absolutely uh, essential to, to managing OCD. Um, if we just beat ourselves up every time that we have a setback and get angry with ourselves, 
you know, it's so hard um, to to move forward. And also, we need to be able to recognize the fact that OCD really is a challenging and difficult thing. Um, it's really not a walk in the park. And some days when we get really triggered by something, um, you know, it can be so, so hard to be present, to to try to allow and accept that anxiety. Um, it doesn't mean that we can't do it. But you know, the more that we're able to bring that sense of um, kindness and compassion to to this process, somehow that helps us to lighten up a little bit about those challenging moments. And somehow that also then enables us to kind of move past and transcend those uh, those more difficult moments. If we're putting ourselves under this enormous pressure to be, you know, kind of almost perfect and, you know, to to kind of feel just right before we move forward or to uh you know to not experience any intrusive thoughts whatsoever because you know that is the uh, only indication that you've actually overcome the OCD is that you no longer have intrusive thoughts well when you start thinking like that that's the opposite of self-compassion and what about for the people who think that you know they they are not worthy of self-compassion that perhaps they are you know really struggling with the whole concept of it um well i guess there's a lot of uh, shame involved with ocd and anxiety um a lot of guilt sometimes about about the uh, the struggles that that people have or about some of the intrusive thoughts they're experiencing or you know putting themselves under enormous pressure about the past or um you know thinking that they're they're weak or something because of their their challenges with mental health um unfortunately that can create this this narrative and this story that a, a lot of people have where you know they do tend to think well well I'm not I, I shouldn't embrace this 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 isn't fair I don't deserve to be compassionate with myself and I guess I w- I would say to that Um, haven't you already suffered enough? If you've been struggling with OCD, then we all know, um, you know, anybody who's been through OCD knows how awful, how terrible it can be. And, you know, isn't that enough? Haven't you suffered and struggled enough? Um, Isn't it time, perhaps, to to open up to something uh, different? To perhaps just open up a little to the idea that, you know, that perhaps this isn't your fault, um, that you've been trying incredibly hard, you know, to solve what is an incredibly difficult challenge, you know, by using the wrong tools, by, you know, by beating yourself up, uh, by, by, by trying to problem solve your way out of OCD, by trying to uh, use your logic and all of these approaches that society tells us we should be using to try to fix OCD or, um, you know, to, to fix other problems in, in life. You know, we are told by everyone, use problem solving to, to fix your problems. It's like the obvious approach. But only when it comes to OCD, it doesn't work. And, you know, so it's not like we, uh, we've not been trying to fix the problem. We've almost been trying too much, but using the wrong tool, using the wrong approaches, um, you know. And so, actually, just recognizing that perhaps this isn't your fault after all. That perhaps, maybe, um, you know, it's it's 
a challenge that has come along in your life and it's been incredibly difficult for you. But if you were to just open up a little bit to the idea of self-compassion, um, you may be surprised how little by little things might begin to change. And of course, with, with all things OCD, things don't just change overnight. This is a process. We need to be thinking about self-compassion each day. We need to be trying to understand how it works in our lives. And sometimes we also need to recognize that self-compassion just isn't, it's not just doing nice things for ourselves. Sometimes it's actually being a bit more disciplined, a bit more structured with things. Sometimes it's about leaning into discomfort. Um, maybe it's about doing exposure work or learning how to come back to the present when you really don't want to come back to the present. You just want to carry on thinking about something. You know, all sorts of different things can actually be self-compassion that may not even look like self-compassion. Um, you know, and I, I think that's maybe another another problem with, with this is, you know, many people have this wrong idea of self-compassion where they might think it's indulgence and it really isn't. It's not about just doing really, you know, nice things for yourself, like saying, okay, I'm just going to go to the pub and we're going to have three pints of beer and uh, a big bowl of, uh, of, of chips and whatever. <laughs> um, you know, that's, that's indulgence. Um, you know, uh, I, I, don't, I don't really recommend doing that at all if you struggle with OCD. Uh, alcohol, in my opinion, uh, really doesn't help with these things. But anyway, you know, that was just one example. There's all sorts of different indulgences, um, you know, that we, we could talk about. But that's really not exactly what I mean when I'm, when I'm speaking about self-compassion here. Um, it's more about just learning how to be kind to yourself and how to let yourself off the hook sometimes when it comes to OCD. Um, there we go, guys. I really hope that you, that you found that one helpful. If you have any questions at all about anything that I was speaking uh, about today in terms of, you know, trying to be a bit more compassionate with yourself, um, do please feel free to let me know. And uh, yeah, I, I really hope that you enjoyed. Many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group or anywhere else online or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional. 